Hello, this is Rodney Wittenberg. And this is David Heitler-Clevens. And welcome to Music for the New Revolution. So we are back again with episode two of our Women Me Too movement theme. And as you may remember, we handed over or uh, allowed them to take over uh, the the, uh, guest hosting to my wife, Jenny Heitler-Clevens and Ants on a Log, Anya and Julie, for our first episode on this theme. Yep. And this is now our second episode where we, the men, will expose... All of you guys out there for how horrible and sexist you are (laughs) in song. Yes. Well, we thought it was right for women's voices to be first on this theme, but we also did think it was important for us as men to wave our fingers at each other and all men hold ourselves accountable. There's so much I have, I want to say about this. So you have to uh, curb me, David, if I start going on, (laughs) if my soapbox gets too high, but uh, this issue is really near to me. I have always tried to, try to, I say try, <laughs> challenge myself around sexism. I often say that my understanding of people who, you know, of racism is my understanding of sexism because one, I have the power and one, I don't. Mm-hmm. And it is so unbelievably amazing to me how easy it is to do and say something sexist because it is so supported by the culture mm-hmm. and how challenging it can be even as someone who has been I hate that term woke for a long time to still have to allow myself to be challenged and to more importantly, challenge myself and other men. Well, I think, you know, in whatever categories we are in a position of power, it gives us that imperative, that responsibility to speak out to our group that's dominant and to try to change that paradigm. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing at the uh, intro (laughs) because, uh, I remember being about five or six years old, standing on the front porch of my parents' house, screaming at the top of my lungs, I am woman, hear me (laughs) roar. And I remember some of the older male kids in the block did not like it very much. And I guess it was threatening in some way, Mm -hmm. but uh, because they all wanted to beat me up. Mm. And it was the first time I realized that if you show any vulnerability or support to women in that way uh it will inevitably piss off some men yeah and then jokingly i have always said (laughs) i don't say it anymore but i've often said about myself that i'm a white jewish lesbian trapped in a black man's body (laughs) and those are people who know me very well completely understand i mean you play two of my favorite songs in the world and that little clip sisters are doing it for themselves Uh yeah and i am woman if you saw my musical library uh, also, as a as a producer, it's so ironically interesting that majority of the, the artists I work with are women, mm-hmm. um, and I, um, and I think they love working with me. They keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is interesting this idea of being uh, a man who um, chooses to be in work or social relation, you know, uh, cir- circumstances where we're mostly in a women-centered environment. And mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah. you know, been that way too, because as a, as a teacher, I was you know, teaching younger kids and that's a very yeah. women-centered mm-hmm. environment. But even going back to when I was a, a teenager, I, almost all of my friends were, were yeah. female. <laughs> and uh, people used to joke, at, at, and now I see this as offensive as it was, but I didn't then, you know, of David and his harem. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but I was also really lucky to have some of these strong uh, female friends who 
you know, when I would say stupid stuff, uh, yeah. they would kick me in the butt, <laughs> not necessarily literally, but they would say, da- David, you, you can't get away with that. You know, I mean, right. they would really call me out on it. And yes. if it wasn't for them, I would definitely be a different person. So thank you, friends. Um, <laughs> I, 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 too, was very lucky in that respect that I actually I seek them out yeah. <laughs> and have, you know, a number of very close women who consistently kick my butt. But one of the things that I'm also really aware of and they have taught me this is that I, I, I need to kick my own butt. It's not mm-hmm. it's not their responsibility to constantly be bringing up oh, you're being sexist, oh, that's, it's, it's just not. It's right. like at some point, if you are truly aware, and this is, you know, not to change the subject, but this is the same thing I say about racism. At some mm-hmm. point, it's on you to get it and to work this out yourself. Yeah, this, this is an interesting issue, this whole Me Too thing. Also, because as someone who's been in the entertainment industry for a long time, there so much of this has been known or rumored or, you know, I'm, I'm here in little old, Philadelphia, far, far away from the Hollywood world mm-hmm. in some ways. And I knew, I heard the stories about Harvey Weinstein and yes. the Bill Cosby stories. That's been going around forever. And it was always curious to me that you would always see him at the uh, Playboy Mansion. You, if you ever watched Playboy After Dark in the 70s, you'd always see hmm. Bill Cosby there with Hugh Hefner, like hmm. in the background with his tennis shorts on hmm. um, and his. Uh, racket and hanging out at the grotto (laughs) and these things have been known and uh you know i've heard from some friends who are in the business in la how even all the women would at meetings would choke oh she's one of harvey's girls Mm -hmm. you know like it was known but for some reason no one felt they had the right to or the ability to or the support to Mm -hmm. speak out until now yeah, well, and even now you see what happens sometimes when people yes. speak out and there's a big backlash. But but things have definitely felt like they've shifted recently, and that's why we consider Me Too a movement, you know, that, that there's actually been movement. There's been a sense that there is power shifting at least somewhat. I, and uh, So let's get to some music. Yeah, music. <laughs> let's do a couple songs first that kind of call out men. One first one from a man, Scott Cook, who I got to hear at, at the NERFA conference, the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance, uh, and then uh, Queen Latifah. Mm. <laughs> Fellas, get out, get out the way. Fellas, get out the way. Well, there's a whole lot of uppity women Still ain't satisfied with the deal We let them ride right alongside Now they want to take the wheel And the fellas keep saying we got this Cause that's the way that it's always been done Don't all the scriptures say a woman should obey Then in a man right every last one We can take a little lesson from history All the priests, generals and kings There's just nothing like long experience When it comes to making a mess out of things choice and pay equality wouldn't believe it how they ran rain back in the day we just knock them on the head and drag them on back to the cave and we're still flexing that privilege though we find ways to ignore it and ever subtler ways to say she must have been asking for it time i'm in a crowd of guys they might do just fine without us without them we'd be lord of the flies whoever said it's bros before hoes i can tell you that's a load of malarkey if there's any hope for this whole show we got to bring on the matriarchy fellas get out the way fellas get out the way we had our turn we had our say fellas get out the Get out the 
backs her up however he can He says happy wife, happy life Seems to me he's a reasonable man I got a gal friend who's tougher than me If you cross her, there'll be hell to pay When I hold the door, it ain't chivalry No, I'm just getting out of her way Fellas, get out the way Fellas, get out the way We had our turn, we had our say Fellas, get out the, get out the way Fellas, get out the way Fellas, get out the way Now, I feel like I should say our tagline, that's, uh, that's, that's a sample of, uh, 
uh, the, uh, the song we use as our opening in there. I right, believe. the Gil Scott Heron, Gil Scott the revolution Harrison. will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. That's Queen Latifah with The Evil That Men Do. And before that was uh, Sam Cooke with Get Out The Way. And I have to say, he gets the award for the political song with the best rhyme ever. <laughs> Which one did you like best? <laughs> the malarkey one? Yes. yes. <laughs> Anybody who can rhyme malarkey. When he said it, I'm like sitting here as a songwriter myself. I'm sitting here holding my breath going, what is he going to rhyme malarkey with? Oh, no, this could be this could ruin the whole song. I mean, it's been brilliant up to this point. It's so awesome, this song. And, and he gave it to us like <laughs> bring on the matriarchy yes yeah yes. uh, okay I'm, it, was I'm, very, it was cool you called him sam cook though i just want to make oh, sure we know that that was scott, scott cook yes yes so it's scott cook from canada yeah yeah very cool yeah he was amazing at, at the nerfa conference actually the next couple things i wanted us to hear are both things that i got from people from the nerfa conference as well and these are more specifically connected to the me too movement and their more recent songs and there's really an incredible amount of music that's been written out of that movement um i was looking around on YouTube and saw a ton of stuff from people I'd never heard of. Some things were very amateur production, you know, just somebody with a guitar or a piano. Uh, a lot of sort of, you know, singer-songwriter-y. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but a lot of variety, too, and mm -hmm. we're going to hear some of that today. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. So okay. uh, we're going to hear from Karen Oliver with a song called About Enough, mm -hmm. and then Grace Morrison with The Beast. I would shut up and be safe To the one who pushes me down To the one who strikes when I stand my ground To the one who wishes I would go back whence I
songs by women uh that was grace morrison with the beast and before that karen oliver with about enough yes very good songs yeah and nice production too yeah who says political songs aren't good yeah i don't (laughs) (laughs) we're trying to prove that every episode right we are yes and i think we're i think we're managing that yes All right, well, next we're going to hear from somebody that we don't know that well, this guy <laughs> named Rodney Wittenberg. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this song I wrote back in the 80s and produced it in the ni- early 90s, I think. And I-, I think the song's relatively self-explanatory. It's called Raider X, and it's a look at how men will um, adore, say they adore, idolize, love, put women up on a pedestal but the moment they step out and do something on their own or have an independent thought we immediately want to rate them x or tell say they're obscene or, or they're doing something that is against the moral good you know i mean you know even some of the traditions uh you know like having women having to cover up like in the muslim faith it's so men aren't tempted i mean so like we have no responsibility and it's your fault you showed me your head how dare you? I saw a piece of your arm. Or, you know, it's just the things that we do as men that make women crazy. And then we blame them for being crazy. Mm. Uh, so I tried to find a way to say all of that in a three-minute rock song. Uh, and so here it goes. <laughs> That's how I treat the mother of mankind. You see, she 
So that was Anna Tiju with Anti Patriarcha. Uh, and I just love that song. And I love the way that that came out of your song, Rodney, <laughs> Rate Her X. Yes, yes. It's interesting yeah. hearing Rate Her X because there's all these parts that I've added to it since then. Lyrics uh-huh. that aren't there that sort of drive home the message a little more. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe you'll have to do a uh, remix, <laughs> a, 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 a remix. R- revised version. I, I want to find someone else to sing it. Uh. <laughs> anyway, anybody out there who wants to sing it, let me know. Send me an email. <laughs> so Ana Tiju, who we just heard, is a Chilean mm-hmm. musician, hip-hop artist, and I, I think she's pretty incredible. Yeah. And that song. You know, one thing we should do is for some of the songs that we do that are in various languages is to maybe put the translation yes. up on we, our website we, or on we Facebook. Do that. Or, yeah. And so it we'll would be a great service to our fans. And how you can help us to be able to make that happen is by becoming a member yeah, being a sponsor on Patreon, which you can do at patreon.com backslash music for the new revolution. And uh, we now have uh, 20 generous <laughs> sponsors who are Yay. helping to fund us on a monthly basis and a couple others who have given one-time mm-hmm. donations. So uh, we, we've you know paid for uh, some paper. No, <laughs> we, 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 we've actually, it's very, very helpful. Uh, but we can use more, more help so that we could make this a more regular thing. And we're very grateful to everyone who's been supportive. I was looking over the files. We started doing the show in, t- in 2017. Yeah, but it's been very sporadic, you know, because we're busy and, and because we can't afford to do it much. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, but so thank you, love supporters, and yeah. thank you, listeners. Exactly. So, you know, there's uh, some really great songs that came out in the 80s and 90s particularly around issues of abuse mm-hmm. and some of them are very powerful and uh, we thought we'd accl- include a couple um, one from Tracy Chapman's very first album which I still think is her best one yeah. and uh, and a- another one from The Story mm. which was the original mm-hmm. group of Jonathan Brooke before yeah. she went off on her own um, so the Tracy Chapman song is called Behind the Wall and the Story song is Just One Word so a little 80s block here yeah or 80s and early 90s like early 80s yeah <laughs> Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. And when they arrive, they say they can't interfere with domestic affairs between a man and his wife. And as they walk out the door, the tears well up in her eyes. Last night I heard the screaming, then a silence that chilled my soul. Prayed that I was dreaming when I saw the ambulance in the road. And the policeman said, I'm here to keep the peace. Will the crowd disperse? I think we all could use some sleep. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all.
me chills yeah i don't think it's just the air conditioning <laughs> <laughs> so that was the story with just one word with jonathan brooks on lead vocals and before that that awesome tracy chapman song from her first album behind the wall yeah and that tracy chapman song you know it's just so simple in a way i mean it's just her voice and it's got this kind of folky construction with the you know the the, the form gets a little bit longer yeah. you know but it's so Artful, it's yes. so powerful. Oh, I love how she breaks the the line, but it don't do no good to, to call, call the, the police. Right, right. I love how that, and that, the call the, is the rhyming word, right. and then it finishes the phrase after <laughs> yeah. the rhyming. Yeah, right. It's it's really brilliant. There's so many there's so many great songs on that album, but that one is such a little mm-hmm. powerful gem. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I always used to think of them back to like the three of those those three sort of iconic women of the. Uh, 80s who sang about this subject is uh, her and um, uh, Irish uh, pop singer ripped up the Pope. Oh, Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and then um, you can catch me, you can find me, left up. Oh, um, Suzanne Vegas. Yeah, Susan Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And her song about the hearing, you know. Uh, Luca is another Luca, one about right. the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, there was these three songs. That I can't remember the name of the songs <laughs> or the artist. But we reconstructed <laughs> them together. <laughs> but really addressing those issues. Yeah. I think Tori did too, but in a, like in a. Oh, she definitely did. But I, I think I think a lot of her stuff started more in the 90s. But yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, there have definitely been a lot of powerful mm. women songwriters and, and yeah. singers that have dealt with these issues. And, you know, it does feel like there's kind of an explosion of it now. Mm-hmm. Not all of it's being heard, yeah. but you know, there Lady Gaga has yeah. some powerful stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll do another episode where we'll get to yeah. Luca and Lady yeah. Gaga and things as It'll well. It'll be interesting yeah. for our next episode as we do it with two women. Uh huh. Together. Yes, 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 that would we'll be nice. Do, we'll do an episode like that, and yeah. that we can cool. be schooled on the air. Yes, be great. That's right. <laughs> well, you know that last song that we just played, the the story, just one word. Uh, that was making me think of uh, the topic of consent that we haven't really and and there's so many men who act as if the idea of needing consent is some huge imposition on them and you know really i think mm-hmm. it's just common sense and humanity and 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 civility yeah. to expect that uh, you should find out whether people want to do things that you're doing you know together yeah i think some men think that you can manipulate anyone into submission. Mm-hmm. And so consent or free will doesn't matter. I, but it's I, a kind of denial, don't you think? That, yeah. that to deny that you're having mm-hmm. this very traumatic effect on another person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, then that goes to privilege and not valuing the other person as being 
you know, back to what we talked about in the other episode of uh, the, the pro-choice episode, that if, we, if you don't place any value or that person's less than, it's very easy to dismiss their pain. Right. I think, you know, the, the, it's interesting, the more we t- talk about all these different subjects, a friend of mine and I were having an argument over Christmas week about sexism, and he was just, he's like, look, if we're just decent to each other, we don't even have to deal with all these things. If we are actually just respectful and decent and good to each other, all this other stuff solves itself. Yeah, but we're so far from that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So to say, if we just, yeah, to me it feels like that's a pretty big if we just, you know, unfortunately. Uh Yeah, and uh, from the top of our country on down, we Uh, have very bad examples. And not that that lets anybody off the hook at all, Mm -hmm. but I do think that there is that that element as well when you have from the very top bully pulpit of the White House, the very worst treatment mm-hmm. of women, for instance, but yeah. many, many other, just about every other group as well. But yeah. yeah, it's it's not a good thing. But we need to turn that around. And mm-hmm. and I do think some of these powerful songs are one of the ways that that can happen, yeah. you know, or at least that that change can start or be spread mm-hmm. or get into some of our heads where think ideas are not coming yeah. through, you know, other media. <laughs> yeah. So when we were looking around at, at Me Too songs, one song that really leapt out to me was this one from a Tamil uh, song that's actually a parody of another song that I was not familiar with. Mm-hmm. This is Radio Mirchi Tamil, uh, Why This Kola Veri Da, and I'm very mm-hmm. apologetic that I'm probably massacring, but I did look it up, and apparently what these lyrics translate, it, uh, some of them are, it's my body, my life, it's for me to celebrate, not yours to violate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes they sing it in English, actually. So, so we'll hear that, and then uh, one more song from Amanda Marshall called Birmingham. She's wasted 
listening to music for the new revolution music for the new revolution is recorded at melody vision studios in plymouth meeting pennsylvania for more information about music for the new revolution check out our website at musicforthenewrevolution.com like us on facebook follow our twitter feed and also our spotify playlist and you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash music for the new revolution thanks for listening the revolution will not be televised the revolution will not be brought to you by xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions the revolution will not show you pictures of nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by john mitchell general Avery.